This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Map. <gasps> what? Oh. A secret treasure map? Six days pass and the caravan begins to move out. There's a sudden rustling of pine needles up ahead as a ten-foot green-skinned humanoid steps out. Erdrazu demands toll for safe passage through woods. Three barrels of food and every two-leg give ten gold coins. Five gold per two-leg and two barrels of food or else we'll kill you. How's that sound? <laughs> Five gold and five barrels. Four barrels and four gold per person. Otherwise, Tokus, take it away. I just want to show them that I can cast some powerful magic. Fire. I will also expend a lightning charge from the bow and fire it up into the air. Crit, I rolled a 20. <laughs> I'll pull out a bundle of torches, light them up, and then start passing them out. We agree. You arrive at Solchea. We've been seeing these creatures stealing our cattle. All right, let's have a little meet and greet with Belvera. So you go to the town hall. It's a rather humble structure, not more than five or six rooms, all one story. And you walk inside, you see Belvera. She's probably in her 40s or so, and she looks kind of frazzled and Mm. just like she's generally been having a rough time lately. Mm. You can see bags under her eyes from long nights and the stress that she's been under. And she sees you and your weapons and immediately... Stands up and starts walking towards you. You, you three, you look like you're, you're adventurers, right? Yes, we are, indeed. You fight monsters, kill things? Yes, I approach her, I go down on one knee, and take her hand in both of mine. Belvera, <laughs> it is wonderful to meet you. We have heard very little about you, but all we know is that you are in charge <laughs> and that you have a complex problem. And it just so happens that we provide innovative solutions to those. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Shala, born of Crag and Thunder, son of Pachaka, last of the Dabadeh clan, exile of the tribe of Rakshan. Some call me Wind Brothers, Shadow <laughs> Wanders the Glade, or Hammerstone Breaker of the Mountain, defender in front of creatures great and small. I bid you well, Matt, and I pray the shoulder of the Ramlord be always at your back. This is Tokus Alton, that's Aslo, and this is my friend Stripey. Aslo Tender Tosar, this is my friend Stripey. He doesn't have a last name. Uh, we would like to help you with your problem. What can you do to aid us in this endeavor? Welcome. It seems like she somehow managed to take in everything that you said. <laughs> wow, she's really smart. <laughs> yeah, she's quick. She was paying attention to it all. Welcome, Shaba, Tokus, Aslo, Stripey. I could use all the help I can get. I'm afraid that our soldiers, our guards, are not able to take on this sort of thing. We need them here to protect the town from anything that might come, and frankly, I don't think you'd find any of them who would be willing to go out there and fight whatever it is that's been coming in and stealing our animals. Mm -hmm. But I would certainly be willing to pay you. I've set up a reward for this for anyone who might be able to help us, and so far there haven't been any takers. Mm. Well, we are the takers you have been looking for. (laughs) Yes. That's reverse Jedi mind trick. <laughs> if you can manage to kill these creatures and bring back any of the remnants of what they might have stolen, and especially if you manage to save the people who are missing, if you happen to find them, mm. I would be able to pay you as much as 365 gold coins. Oh, oh. Wow, one gold coin for every day of the year. That sounds like a <laughs> nice round number there. Time to retire after uh, this. So wait, you guys have all this money to drop and you don't have food? Well, that, I mean, such is life, right? They've, yeah. They're having their food sources stolen out from under them. Yes, caravans don't pass through very often, and typically this is one of the areas that they would come to resupply and get more food, but we don't have enough to give out readily at this point. Mm. Right. Mm. If they're, if they're, if these trolls are also assaulting people on the road, then they probably don't get as many merchants in. And also this money is probably like town funds, you know, that that's been stored up. It's, you know, Mm. not available to the public. So, yes. Um, so that makes sense. Um, what do we, what do we think fellas? Uh, I ask Belvera if she happens to have a very large bell handy anywhere uh, nearby because we need to call a town meeting. <laughs> uh, Shaba, I'm pretty sure that the mayor is the one who calls the town meeting, not us. Well, she needs to ring that bell then because it's time. What do you need a town meeting for? You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I can't just call one on your word. I mean, I'm willing to give you the reward if you do something for us, but... Oh, Shaba. Yes. Mind meld. Yes. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's time the AAA team got a lot larger. That's right. Yes. Are we going to become the quadruple A team? Yes. No. Finally, after all these years. We're just going to temporarily rule this town. No, we're not taking over power-wise. Uh, we're doing Oh, something... I thought we were trying to get Aslo the followers he needs for the crown. Uh, uh no. N- oh, okay. Uh, we we didn't brain melt. We didn't we brain didn't. melt. Uh, <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we're, yeah, we're not going to make your whole town pledge fealty to our friend here. No, that's that's not. Uh, even though they're halflings, that sounds like an awesome idea. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we could to enslave them in that way. Okay. Uh, we simply need to boost some morale around here because your people are going through hard times. They need some encouragement. They need to know and understand uh, what's happening here. So please call a meeting. All right, I can ring the bell at the church. Very good. Let's see it done. Sound the alarm! (laughs) Ring the bells! She goes personally. I guess you come along with her. Yeah. And heads over to the nearest church, where there is a small bell in the tower. She goes over and talks to the deacon there or whatever, and has him ring the bells. And after a few minutes, people from all across the town have started to gather in the square in front of the church. It's not going to be everyone, but you get probably 80 to 100 people there. Okay. All right. All right, we'll wait for people to gather, and then I will uh, put down a soapbox uh, in the town square, and then I'll push Aslo up onto it and say, all right, Aslo, take it away. (laughs) (laughs) I say... um, These are are his people. Like, they're going to look to him and be like, oh, he's a halfling. Like, I trust him because he's the same race as me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Surely. (laughs) I actually turn around and say, um, Shaba, can you kneel down for a second? Yes, I'm kneeling. Okay. I climb on top of you and, and sit uh, on your shoulders. Yes. Okay, then I step up onto the soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, Tokus, can you, can you get under Shaba, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can. So no, no, no. I, no, I, no, I, no, never mind. Stay there. Too much. Oh, too much. I could probably handle it with my new, my strength. That's all right. Next gauntlets. time. Next time. Uh, okay, okay. I'll just stand, I'll stand next to you and kind of like just look strong. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I clear my throat and say... Good people of Solchea, you have suffered under the hands of these mysterious creatures from the woods for long enough. Well, I'm glad to say that the AAA team is here to take this complex problem and offer an innovative solution. (laughs) We are going to put an end to this blight, and we simply ask that uh, you support us in this task. Anyone who is willing and able... To come and, and help us, we're going to go track down these beasts and bring them down once and for all so that they no longer torment you and your families. We also strongly recommend that you put up torches on the perimeter of the town as we have good intel that these creatures are afraid of fire, uh, especially when you're out at night. Basically at any time, just carry a torch with you and be prepared to light it to scare them off. Your wonderful mayor, Mayor Belvera, is uh, behind us. In this, she's, she's supporting us, and we are prepared to do whatever it takes to end this madness and save you all. And those of your loved ones who have been taken by the trolls. Yes. Also, we will track them down and bring them back, hopefully. You hear scattered cheering and applause throughout the crowd. Oh, wow. It seems like they're starting to get excited and hopeful. Yes. Awesome. Now, let's... Bring down these monsters. Who's with me? Yeah! 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 Lots of like high pitched yas. <laughs> you get some cheers, but who's with you? No one seems like they really want to go with you in terms of combat, but they're all <laughs> with you and in you in going spirit? to take down the trolls. <laughs> yeah. They all shout in unison, We support you in spirit. <laughs> Uh, just a little uh, append- appendix on the end of this speech. Anyone who comes with us tonight, bearing a torch, even if you don't fight, will share in the spoils we take from the lair of the trolls. You'll be eligible to receive a portion of the gold and treasure and food that we find there. So if you're in, join us at dusk with your finest torch in hand. All we need are the numbers to frighten the trolls. We'll do the fighting. Uh, I whisper down to Shaba, 
I don't think we don't just have to scare them. I think we have to kill them, don't we? Well, yeah, we have to kill them, but the trolls will be shaking in their boots if they see, you know, a few dozen people carrying fire in their hands mm. coming after them. Mm, okay, so we don't actually plan to have them engage in combat. We just want them at, on the outskirts? Yeah, we just want the numbers, uh, the show of force. Mm. It's just like, it's the same concept that you used before with the intimidation, It's a right? mental, we're playing a mental game. Right. Um, Shaba, if I may, before we... Uh, well, I'm not the mayor, so I can't may, but if I might inquire. <laughs> if I but might. if I may. <laughs> I can't may, but if I might. But if I might. Uh, <laughs> um, I was really hoping that we could somehow... Be strong enough to might. <laughs> so I know that we're going to be fighting with a few other guardsmen, right? Like five other guards? Five others, yes. I was trying to look into D&D equivalents of, like, things came to mind, everything from alch- alchemical fire to... Um, fire arrows and yep. everything in between I started thinking about it might be nice if we bring a little more flame with us than usual yes. like I'm, I'm, I'm no Roy Mustang you know that one's lost on me sorry for our full metal alchemist fans out there hey okay yeah okay. alright fair enough <laughs> yeah. uh, but yes no, Thane got my reference you, even if you guys didn't you are absolutely right everything yeah. we can find that burns we should can you cast fire arrow Shaba uh, no. it's a ranger spell uh, there's a ranger spell called Fire Arrow? Uh, yeah, there's a spell called... Because canonically we... Flame Arrows. Okay, canonically we cannot do just normal Fire Arrows because we've established in a previous episode that that doesn't work. Mm. Yeah. From a physics perspective. Yeah, I know. Well, didn't we, like, work with the... I'm, I'm getting flashbacks to our battle with the zombies at Miller's Field. Like, what about, like... Um, we had barrels of oil, I think. Yeah, barrels of oil, and then I lit them on fire. I mean, I, I was thinking, I was wondering if we could cobble together some sort of yeah. idea. Yeah, we need as much fire as we can get. Yeah, we do need fire. It'd be cool if you could shoot, you guys could shoot fire, but I don't know. Yeah, would be cool. So where does one acquire the fire? Uh, I ask Belvera where we might acquire some fire. Are there any alchemists or other people that would know anything about, like, alchemists' fire? Or, or oil sellers? I mean, you could definitely find someone selling oil in town. It's a relatively small village, so you're probably not going to get, like, barrels and barrels of it. Well, from a mechanical standpoint, like, if, if we, like, tasked one of the guardsmen with us to just be like, all right, your only job in this combat is try not to get killed and try to pour your oil onto one of the trolls <laughs> like would they be able to pull that off and then i could capitalize on it maybe with some fire attacks yeah depending on the layout of the trolls lair which we won't know till we get there but we need to we need to go on the offensive because we can't just like if they send like a raiding party that's like one or two trolls like right we can't just kill them and then let the rest of the trolls hang out right we've got to kill everybody whoever's there mm-hmm. it's the only way we get to the root of it so I ask Belvera. So, do you guys have any like lamp oil or any other resources that can create fire that we might utilize? Yeah, they they might not even know that fire is strong against trolls. We should relay that information. Yeah, they didn't even know they were trolls. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they're trolls. They don't like fire. I mentioned that in the speech. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, okay. you mentioned that, mm-hmm. but like beforehand, they didn't know. Right. They, the one guy, one guy we talked to was just like uh, these creatures, these big hulking things, brutes. Yeah. You can find oil in the marketplace. I'm sure you'll find people there willing to sell it to you. You could buy it in flasks. You could probably buy a small barrel of it, like a cask of some kind. I'm certain they'd be willing to sell you as much as they can spare. Yeah. There's not much to be found here, but with my encouragement especially, they'll give you whatever they can manage. Mm. No, it's it's nice to have somebody in power actually on our side for once. That's true. <laughs> this is really different. I'm I'm not used to this. <laughs> Feels really cool, guys. Like they like us. So you go and check out the oil. Yep. Yeah. See what they got. All right. So you can get flasks of oil for one silver each. Functionally, someone who's hit with oil will take five fire damage. If they take any fire damage while the oil's on them still. So they take an extra five fire. Okay. Extra five fire. Okay. Or you can pour the oil out and light it and it'll burn for a couple of rounds and deal damage to anyone in the space. Oh, so Mm. you can kind of like make a firewall essentially or whatever the shape of the oil that's been spilled. Yeah, but it wouldn't last for very long. Right, but I, I mean, no offense, but a lot of the... Usually when we're teaming up with, like, minor NPCs that the Dungeon Master doesn't even necessarily give names to, <laughs> like, 
them having oil and pouring oil or strategically or dumping oil might be stronger than them flailing around with their swords. Hmm. Just putting that out there. Yeah, hard to say. Like, we need to leverage the fact that Tokus has a few different types of fire. I've got the new spell. I've got... Um, the fire vial. Yeah, of course. Well, of course, fire vial, but I've also got... Because um, I'm probably going to get into melee with these trolls. I'm probably going to need to be relying on the fact that uh, I can weave my cantrips into my weapon attacks now, Shaba, and I could do a little bit of... Green flame. Uh, green flame. Mm. Yeah, it's probably yeah. going to... Like, I might start off ranged and just go ahead and blow all of my stuff, but once I get in there with them, I'll have disadvantage on my ranged attacks. Mm. So I'll have to switch to melee fire. Yeah. I'd love to somehow equip you or that archer with, like, a ranged fire attack, but we... we are, yeah, we looked into this with Millersfield, didn't we? It just doesn't work. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think I... Uh, well, so I don't know, if, like, mechanically, but I think it's, like you can deal damage to them normally with any normal attack, but then the last hit has... Or, like, either the last hit has to be with fire... Oh, or are you saying the thing that Thane didn't want me to hear about earlier because I have not fought trolls before, Brian? Oh, yeah. That's right. Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't say, don't say that. I, no, la, 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 la. Yeah. I didn't hear it. <laughs> um, can we turn fire vials into Molotov cocktails? Can we, like, soak a cloth in oil? And, uh, oh, could we just make Molotov cocktails? That might just be yeah. better, just equip the guards that we're going to roll with with cocktails. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think about, like, the best deployment method for... Yeah, I'd say you... Like, we buy a bunch of them and give them to the, the folk that are coming with us with the torches to, like, make mm. them feel more emboldened and say, like, when you see a troll, just, like, throw these at them, you know? They'll already have a lit torch. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could do that. It wouldn't be as effective as, like, alchemist fire would be, but... Right. Well, we don't have any alchemist fire. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it'd be, yeah, it'd be something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that plan. And if the troll is not only... I don't know mechanically if they're, like, weak to fire or, or vulnerable to fire, but if they're afraid of it, then it will, at the very least, freak them out. Yeah, it's just, I, I foresee that, I just think we should equip these, I mean, no offense, we assume that they're weaker, they might not be weaker than us, but if we can equip everybody that's coming with us with some form of fire, even like you were proposing, Shaba and Aslo, like, just give them some torches, you know, like, let's just, let's just go yeah. as fiery as possible. Yeah, my knowledge mechanically of trolls is limited to second edition, at least in the Baldur's Gate context, in which if you drop <laughs> a troll, it will stand back up after it heals unless you kill it with fire mm-hmm. or acid. You have to yeah. you have to like Wait, deal acid? damage with fire or acid. This was in fire second edition, acid, yeah. so of course it's not relevant. Are there better options for acid than fire in fifth edition? Well, I, like I said, this fire is... fire is probably more common. Let's yeah, let's just use fire because that's what you're. Uh, nature check revealed to us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if acid's relevant anymore in 5th edition. Well, we we also really scared the weaker-looking trolls. I mean, if we go in there guns blazing, like lightning arrowing and me like doing, you know, some of my bigger fire spells, maybe we could yeah. do a morale check on them again or however that works. Because mm-hmm. if we just had to fight the other guy, that would be great. If we could scare off one or more of the, the minor trolls. Right, plus... Giving, like, arming the, any people who come with us just as, like, observers with these actual things. Like, anybody can, you know, throw a ball. So it's just a, a vial. Oh, it's a it's a dexterity check, right? Sure, yeah. But I'm saying, like, it, it'll make these people who are coming with us feel more empowered and feel more confident knowing that they're going with seasoned yeah. fighters and adventurers. And, like, they, they actually have something with which they can feel like they can defend themselves. Not to mention mm-hmm. they'll, they'll all be carrying torches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This all sounds well and good, and then we get there and it falls apart, but I like it. Well, <laughs> I mean, these are also, they're going to not only save their town, but also retrieve, hopefully, their loved ones, and that's a, a big emotional component of the, the whole endeavor. Powerful motivator, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I really like that plan. Any townspeople who come with us, give us, give them a torch and as many uh, Molotov cocktails as they can carry, and we, uh, and then we set out. Yeah, and we give them, as promised, a share of the spoils because not only are they going through hard times, but they're also, you know, missing folks that have been taken from them. So they have that motivator mm-hmm. as well. If they're if times are tough, they'll be able to earn some income for their families. Well, let's mm-hmm. let's take some inventory. Can like do we just can we just say that we'd work with the mayor and try to equip the townsfolk that actually show up and want to go with us with as many torches and cocktails as 
the town has access to. Yeah, I mean, a torch. Like there's, is I'm a- sure there's a limit to the amount of oil and stuff that they have, but we we have torches. We could give out some torches if they're short. Right. I mean, they can provide their own torches. Those are really cheap. Yeah, but flasks we should probably buy and hand out and. Molotov eyes. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I have all these extra flasks because I'm part of the Alchemist Guild. I could give them those, and they could turn those into Molotovs. Mm. It's more the oil that's the the pricey part than the yeah. glass bottle. Yeah. Right. So that's true. I mean, if you spend this, is probably going to take you a while to prepare. But if you spend the next couple hours, you, know, you can gather up as much oil as you can get, get torches and volunteers and whatever, yeah. and you're going to end up with forty vials of oil that you can turn into Molotov cocktails. Okay. Mm. Cool. That's pretty good. And you only managed to get seven volunteers from the village who are willing to come out with you. Mm. That's okay. more than zero. Fair enough, yeah. That is yep. seven NPCs that can do fire-related things. <laughs> yep, plus the five other Yeah, fighters. plus the five. How are our other, our fellow caravan guards uh, armed and equipped? What kinds of skill sets do we have? Two of them are archers. The other three look like they're more for melee-oriented longswords and shields. Okay. Okay. Nice. All right, so we have a little another little pep talk uh, at dusk when we all meet up and we hand out the devices. Um, so if we have 40, do you guys each want to keep, like, three or four and then just hand out the rest of the, flat, of the Molotovs? I think we can primarily just give them out. Like, we'll have plenty of stuff to do. Yeah. As far as actions in combat, we can completely hand them out to them. True. Well, Shaba, you're, you and Aslo are the best with Molotovs. I'm not. Stripey's not. It's a dexterity check to chuck them. Mm-hmm. Right, so... Yeah. What, what are the stats on a Molotov? Yeah, but again, I don't think we need to keep any of them. Like, we're going to have so much to do during combat, right. and they will have nothing, so... Let them do the throwing. <laughs> yeah, but like 12 NPCs mediocrely, other than maybe the archer, right? He might have a good dex value, but like 12 people mediocrely depleting all 40 of those doesn't seem great to me. Yeah, but the stuff that we do in combat is going to be a lot stronger than the several points of fire damage. None of you do fire damage. I'm the only one. Right, but we'll do regular damage. We do regular damage in higher quantities. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just hope we're not relying on them and then they miss the Molotov to kill no. the troll and then it regenerates. And I mean, you've got your fire vial, which is infinite. I can keep my lantern helm lit so that I can then light like a torch off of that if I need to. And Aslo, you don't have any fire-based spells, right? I don't, but I can have a torch as well mm-hmm. if we need to. Yeah. I mean, between the people helping us, the other caravan guards, and your fire stuff... I feel like we should be pretty well covered. We're not going to run out of fire. Right. I don't think. They will be the show of force. They'll be creating the the fear factor. We'll be dealing the damage. And then between all of us, we should be able to finish them off. Yeah. So each of the seven townsfolk gets four Molotovs. That's 28. And then we'll have 12 left. So we'll give two to each of the g- caravan guards. Mm-hmm. So there's two left, and then Aslo and I will each take one. Okay. Uh, just for safekeeping, if we need it. All right. And I'm going to have to get rangery with it. Super excited about what's happening, guys. Like, this, it's, this is perfect, even though only <laughs> seven of the many, many, many town folk want to go with us. Actually, uh, can I pull you guys aside? I wanted to talk about that. Uh, yeah, I was going to say we could talk some strat and whatever while we're on our way, but if you want to have a convo before we leave, that's fine too. So I, I think there's a lot of merit to... Okay, I, I don't disagree, Aslo. I, I had some time to think, okay? You know, sometimes it's hard for me to get on board with some of your orders and... <laughs> Listen, I think you're right. We have strong... combat relevant things to be doing maybe we shouldn't even take a single Molotov because you also have to equip it and everything right I I get that I get that we each have one Aslo and I each have one because those are the leftovers okay see I feel like I feel like I'd want to do the other and and just hear me out I understand why you wanted to better equip the little townsfolk with these Molotovs there's also a chance that if there's some morale checks to be done right I'd bet the guardsmen are going to stick with us longer than the townsfolk will. Like, maybe they've never seen combat before, Shaba. They're also halflings. True. And I don't know if you know this, but like, as a smaller uh, person, <laughs> we get scared sometimes. And I think maybe we should do either an even split, or I'm, av- I'm even advocating for maybe giving more of the cocktails to the guardsmen who might 
stick through the fight better? Um, I think it's not only for the morale of the townsfolk to make themselves feel more confident, but it's also the fact that these Molotovs, like Aslo was saying before, are going to be more like finishers. Like, we're not going to be making our attacks as throwing Molotovs. Mm -hmm. Like, our optimal attacks are our attacks, right? So you're hoping that they stay through the fight and then chuck a bunch of Molotovs when we got them low? Yeah, so it's the torches that will provide the, the psychological element to the trolls, right? And these are more of like... Uh, like a sugar pill, right? Like a placebo for the townsfolk saying, like, mm-hmm. trolls are scared of fire. You have a bunch of fire. Mm. So you're hoping they'll stay because they're well-equipped. We're hoping that having such an, an armament will keep them there. Okay. Well, if they do run away, maybe we can tell them to leave the Maltovs behind. I'm not I'm not worried about it. You're also forgetting, Tokus, that halflings are known for their bravery despite their small size. For their pluck. That's right. Are they? That's true, actually. Halflings <laughs> are brave. Hmm. I thought they were known for their scrappiness and ability to run away and be <laughs> slippery. And how, Tokus, how long have you been my employee? <laughs> <laughs> long enough... To not change my mind about halflings. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a really good arrangement, I think. Like Shaba was saying, having the torches will inspire them and encourage them. Uh, halflings are plucky and brave folk. And, um, and also, giving them the fire vials, giving them something to do, will also psychologically help them stay in the fight. It helps them feel active, like they're contributing. Mm. So that's going to make them want to stay. Yeah. That's fair. Like, yeah, early game, their intimidation with the fire clubs. Yeah. Late game, they'll maybe help us finish. I like mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we have to make it look good, make them feel like we're winning, even if yeah. we're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's all about putting on a show. You know something about that, Aslo. I know a thing or two. Oh, yeah. BT Dubs, um, also, since we're, we haven't left yet, how's everybody on healing potions? Uh, I have three. Because I was just listening to the bandit fight as I was driving to meet uh, my friends for lunch today, and uh, we had the whole situation where Tokus shot the special syringe vial at Aslo and missed and hit the tree <laughs> and that whole disaster. So yep. <laughs> is everybody good? I've got three potions of healing. In, in my... I have one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe it didn't save, because my Kami says I have three potions, but maybe I only have two potions. Um, no, I mean, that was a really long time ago, that, yeah. that fight. Oh, that, that was a really long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, you restocked yeah. town since then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we may have to do that today, Shava, so I'm glad you reminded me that Tokus can shoot healing potions. Yes. Correct. Which is so cool and so expensive, (laughs) especially since I only have a plus one dex. Most expensive ammo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we all have at least one potion of healing. Yep. Okay. Good. Um, Oh, Brian, I have a note here that you're currently the holder of the Wand of Web. Okay. Is that true? Yes. Uh, The Wand of Web is in the satchel. Remember? Uh, It's in the satchel so that any of us can grab it at any time. Could grab it, in theory. We'd have to spend our item interaction, but totally worth. Yes. Okay, cool. That's right. It's in the the satchel. Wait a minute, guys. What if that's where I put the potion of giant hill hill giant strength? That would be fine, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just make sure you add that little tag to it that says, Mernie, don't take me out because I'm being used. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will scribble, scribble a little, like... Sticky note. Like a label. Sticky to put onto the potion. Do you think I should just go ahead and improve it, or we're happy with how good it is already? By adding another pinch? Yeah, the pinch of the, pinch of the fairy dust. Mm-hmm. I really don't think I'm going to ha- have another use for it. I think the only th- other thing I thought about using the pinch on would be to improve a healing potion or something. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think this is better. Yeah. I think I should just commit the pinch of fairy dust to this potion. Commit. Tokus, commit. All right, and so Tokus opens the pouch of fairy dust and sprinkles one more pinch into the really gross hill hill giant strength potion that has like the toenail or whatever. Oh no, it has the ear. (laughs) It has the ear in it, right? Boiled giant ear. Like kind of like blended and mixed up and Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep. This just makes it so that there's a 10% chance that the effect becomes permanent. Right. But if it doesn't, then nothing else happens by adding it. Right, right. I, I realize it's it's a long shot, but if and when one of us does drink it, it'd be sweet <laughs> if it was perfect. <laughs> True. <laughs> Imagine if Stripey's minimum damage was 10 on every attack. 
Yeah, two hour duration, 10% chance of permanent. Yep, double the duration, which is in parentheses two hours, and could have a 10% chance to be permanent. Yeah, I have, the, I have it all written. Nice. Okay. All right. What's next? Next, I suppose I use my rangery abilities. Shaba, why don't you lead the way? All right. What creature type are trolls? Uh, the troll type, I believe. Giants, actually. Giants. Oh. How about that? Really? Uh. It just so happens that I can attune my senses to determine if any of my favorite <laughs> enemies lurk nearby. By spending one uninterrupted minute in concentration, as if I were concentrating on a spell, I can sense whether any of my favorite enemies are present within five miles of me. This is like the first time your your favorite enemy has ever been relevant. (laughs) Well, I did a similar thing with the rats when we were in the sewers. Oh, beasts. Because they're beasts. Yeah. Beasts. Did you switch or did you just add giant? I added giant as my greater favorite enemy. Okay. Beasts and giant. Oh, there's there's plenty of beasts and giants in D&D, I guess. I mean, it's it's all character choices, right? Like, I'm a hunter, I hunt Mm. beasts, and I hate giants. Yeah. Yeah, you went for flavor, but it's cool when it actually comes up combat-wise. Like, it's cool when the abilities actually come up. So, wait, what else right. can you do related to giants? Aren't you just, like, stronger against them or something? Or uh, I get b- uh, damage bonuses. My bonus to damage rolls against my favorite enemies is a plus four. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Wow. Mm-hmm. You really hate giants. I do. <laughs> so, Shaba, any chance you have any way of, like, just detecting if trolls are nearby? Uh, I do. As a matter of fact, Ezra, let me spend the next... 60 seconds concentrating and I'll tell you if there are any. Okay, I'll check back in in 60 seconds. Alright. It did take you a couple hours from where you first encountered them, but you can still search around here. Okay. At the very least, it'll help you find them when you get close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you use your rangery senses to feel out the area. It does say in the ability that I know, like, how many of them and whatever, but I feel like we nerfed that at one point. Yeah. I seem to remember that, too. It says I know... Which of my favorite enemies are present, their numbers, and their general direction and distance from me? Okay, yeah, so they're not within five miles at this point. Okay. Quick reminder to treat your friends and loved ones to something special this holiday season with HIMGO Premium Dice. Short for Hymn of the Ghost, HIMGO's dice and dice accessories are designed with the discerning gamer in mind. Whether it's their Grim Dagger dice case, the transparent dice tower, or a Dragon D20 with a dragon etched into every side. Order now and get free delivery in the U.S. Plus, when you enter code DAMAGEGUILD, all one word, at checkout, take 20% off. Yes, 20% off your entire order. Just go to himgo.us. That's H-Y-M-G-H-O dot U-S. For customers in the U.S. and Canada only. So then let's go out to a farmer's stead. And they can take you to one of the places where sheep have recently been abducted. Okay. And then uh, we'll talk to the owner of the property and ask if they saw which direction the uh, creature came from when it took them. I didn't see it happen, but if you go out there into the field, you can see pretty clearly there are some tracks there. Oh, all right. Hmm. Large feet leave large footprints in the snow, especially. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. That's true. All right, so we'll do some tracking then to complement this other ability. And follow the footprints. Yeah, you head out to the field, and you find a place where snow has been very obviously disturbed, and you can see splatters of blood from presumably the sheep that were taken, and large footprints both coming to that point and leading off into the woods. Mm. Nice. Well, I have advantage on wisdom survival checks to track my favorite enemies, so I'm going to do that. Okay. That is a natty, natty twonzo, baby. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. Wow. Woo. All right. So that makes it a 25. So you have no trouble whatsoever following these tracks, even when they start to get mixed <laughs> up with other animals and various things in the area. <laughs> Sweet. And you're leading the group confidently through the woods, and you've got your torch bearers trailing behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to finish that phrase. (laughs) (laughs) So the trail seems quite long, longer than you had initially expected, but you go through several miles out into the woods. Are you stopping to do your five-mile scan every once in a while? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll stop like every, I don't know, half mile or so. 
Once you get about five miles away from town, then you start to sense them at the end of your range. Mm. Uh, mm. Okay. Shaba, you, you seem to be... What is it? I sense a troll disturbance in the forest. <laughs> oh, no. In the forest. In the forest. forest. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if at least several trolls suddenly cried out and then stopped crying out. <laughs> All at once. Is the troll disturbance in the forest a, uh, an episode title? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. So you head straight for the trolls now? Guys, I know which direction the troll's lair is in. It's in a general that-way direction. <laughs> All right, let's go that way then. Your path takes you off of the actual tracks that you were following after a little while, but presumably in a more direct route. And another 30 or 40 minutes of walking later, you come upon where you're fairly certain you've sensed them, and there's a large hill here with one side of it that's collapsed and mostly flat, like a cliff, but you could probably scramble up it if you needed to. And in that face of the hill, there is a large opening that is shrouded behind trees and shrubs and vines and things. Mm. It's well hidden enough that you probably wouldn't notice it until you got close if you weren't already looking for it. Mm. Mm. But the hole is actually like 15 feet in diameter, roughly. Okay. All right. How far away are we from it now? Well, it's late at night, so you can't see that clearly. You're probably about 80 feet away from it when you spot it. You can see it in the moonlight. All right. Shape? Yes. I mean... Wait, Tokus? Yes, I am Tokus. <laughs> uh, Tokus, uh, I think you know what needs doing, don't you? Mm. Actually, I have no idea, Shaba. What are you hoping I was going <laughs> to do? Uh, what is the range on your fire vial? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think it's 120. That sounds right. So for approximately 80 feet uh, from the mouth of the cave, I, uh, I pull everyone into a huddle and say, Guys, look over there. You can see in the moonlight. See on the side of that hill how there's sort of like a like a cliff situation, but then a gaping black maw yawning into the darkness. It is the last light of Durin's day when the thrush knocks. It is, and th- there's not even a door anymore. Someone ripped the door clean off. <laughs> it's just a big hole in the earth. Yep. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to fan out. I want Tokus, you in the middle, and then Aslo and I will be to your left and right. Then the other... Caravan guards fanned out behind us, and then on the flanks, forming a semicircular kind of shape, the uh, the townsfolk. So three or four on one mm, side. So maybe they're going to like creep creep around and see the yeah, yeah, and three or four on the other, so that we're advancing as like this curved wall toward mm, the like three different layers of a cake. Yes, mm-hmm. that troll trolls love cake. They just love to eat cake. <laughs> right, three layers of a semicircular cake. Yes. Let's stop talking about eating and food around the townsfolk. It might make them nervous. <laughs> Good thing they don't understand me. <laughs> and then as soon as we get delicious, within... Delicious, delicious townsfolk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, that's what the trolls are thinking right now. And then as soon as we get to within 50 or 60 feet of that cave opening, Tokus, I want you to just start lobbing fire vials right through that opening. Mm-hmm. Just okay. like chuck them in there. You know what I mean? I, I do have quite a few fire vials, Shaba. Yeah, I mean, we're like, we've got, everybody's got torches. Like, we're not sneaking up, right? We're we're drawing them out. Mm. We're saying like, hey, here we are. Come and get us. Or we're coming in there to get you. Yeah, sounds like a good plan. So I feel like not only should your fire vials alert them to our presence if they haven't been alerted already, but when your fire bursts inside the cave, it'll give us an idea of like what it looks like in there. Yeah, we could we could get even more ready. Um, so my, yeah, my fire vials are 120 feet. Maybe at the mouth of the cave, we could web. Mm, that's true. Get extra ready for them. As long as I don't mm-hmm. hit the web with fire. Right. Uh, how long does web last? How many rounds? Uh, I forget. I don't want us to blow it too early, but like this might, this fight guys, this might be a buff before the raid moment. I mean, like we could like mirror image and I could like long strider stripey, you know, web mm. lasts an hour. An hour, yeah. Awesome. So, Aslo, since your ranged attack is the most limited out of all of us, why don't you equip 
the wand of web. Yeah. So that if it becomes pertinent. I was just starting to think the same thing. Well, it has three charges. There's nothing wrong with us blowing a charge of the web at the beginning of the fight, Chaba. It has six charges. Well, I'm saying if the trolls don't come out, like we don't want to just put the web in our way. If we have, to, we don't know whether they're going to come oh, out. Oh, if we if have, to, have go to go in. Go well, in. no, I can, I can dissipate the web. You just light it on fire and it goes away in one round. Right, but still. Let's not, yeah, we'll wait and fire it off then. Okay. I was just trying to save, I was trying to save the action for when we do get into initiative. Yeah, but you're right. Maybe we do have some buffs that we can fire off here. Oh, for sure. I mean. Yeah, so I'll prep mirror image and get ready to fire that off when we're ready to go in. I'm thinking I might long strider, stripey and I. How long does that last? So one action for one hour, touch a creature, creature's speed increases by 10 feet. I could use one of my second level spell slots to hit stripey and I with the extra 10 feet of mobility, or I could spend two of my level one, which I'm actually more inclined to do. Yeah, because your your fire spell is a second level, right? The news, yeah, the news, the new hotness. For sure. (laughs) So I I don't think that's that bad. I mean, like, all I'm giving up is absorb elements, shield. Shield's the big thing that Mm. I would be sad, but... Do you think that's worth it? I feel like we're just going to run in there. I don't think... They're not very mobile. They're not very mobile, these trolls. I feel like shield's going to be really good for you against some troll Mm -hmm. attacks. Yeah. Yeah, okay, let's let's not be fast. Stripey, I'm sorry, buddy. You can't... I don't have skates for you tonight. Yeah, that's all right. No hard feelings, he says. Yeah, he. Re- I know he really likes those skates, Java, but... <laughs> he does. Maybe, like, his is like a skateboard. Yeah. Like, minor rollerblades, and his is a skateboard. <laughs> a little badger board. Yeah. Because I think it'd be hard to coordinate four skates. I feel like it's... That's hard to... <laughs> he's like, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, a unicycle might be better. He only He's only managing one wheel, then. <laughs> a little, little scooter action. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's the plan. So we're just going to just lob some fire vials in there and see what happens. And then we'll gauge the situation afterwards. You fan out and advance cautiously but boldly towards the cave. Stopping 50 feet away from it. 60 feet away from it, sorry. And Tokus, you throw one of your vials inside. I will shoot a vial into the cave mouth. All right, lads. Here we go. Brace yourselves. Let's bring these things down. Bring down the beast. Kill it with fire. <laughs> Steady now, man. Steady. It's like a Beauty and the Beast thing. Which one? Gathering the whole village with torches. Yeah, yeah torches and beasts. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? Savages. Savages. Isn't that the song? <laughs> no, that's Pocahontas. <laughs> They're not even human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is Pocahontas. Which is true. Like, these trolls aren't even human. It's funny, the song was playing in my mind. My, my girlfriend, like, has every Disney song imaginable memorized, and so I know if she was here, that's what she would be singing right now. Savages, yep. savages. <laughs> or wait, am I thinking, am I not thinking of Beauty and the Beast? Am I thinking of yeah, Pocahontas? Uh, Pocahontas, yeah. my bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I just lost all the points in the world with her. <laughs> if you get the Disney movie mixed up, then you lose all the points. You get yeah. negative mm-hmm. points. That's how that works. <laughs> it's true. I feel like there's a lot of Disney movies with torches and pitchforks involved. Yeah, she and she listens to the show, so... Mm-hmm. Yep, you're going to be in big trouble, mister. You're done for. That's right. That's right. Well, we're just going to have to watch <laughs> Pocahontas so I know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you start lobbing them in there? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, dude, I'm going to start shooting. The first vial flies into the cave and shatters... It actually looks like it strikes the ceiling, so the cave apparently slopes down... At a fairly steep angle, mm-hmm. once you get inside. So you see the light on the ceiling, and then everything kind of falls down out of you. So they're ten feet tall, so it shouldn't slope all that much, at least not further than that. I mean, if it's going from 15 feet, maybe down to 12 or 10 feet. Yeah, maybe try shooting lower. Unless time. it goes underground. Mm-hmm. Well, but they're not They're not going to... What, do they crawl into their little home? Right. Probably not. Yeah, they're not going to do that. I'll shoot another vial a little lower angle this time, and I change the trajectory just so. It flies farther in before smashing on something out of sight. So it mm. goes in, and it looks like it dips below the edge of the cave and then shatters. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think the ground and the ceiling both slope down to go mm. into an underground tunnel. Well, maybe if I walk a little closer, I can get the right angle to get it further into the cave. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep adjusting the angle and getting closer or further until I can get the right arc. Yeah, maybe, like, move. we move up 10 feet at a time. We could also, like, pull the raid. Like, we could pull the boss, so to speak, and then come out to the townsfolk. I mean, and for that, 
I might be interested in Longstrider to just go in, pull the trolls, and high mm. hightail it to mm. you guys. That's true. You can take disengage and or yeah with Longstrider. With Longstrider, I'm a lot faster because I'm not that yeah. fast. So I could go in and pull the trolls, and we can try to fight them out here. I don't. I think mm. you're right, Shaba. We shouldn't fight them on. You know a thing or two about giants, right? We shouldn't fight them on their home turf, right? If if possible, mm. we should draw them out. And the beauty the beauty of it is if there are multiple trolls. It looks like this cave is small enough from what I can see, because I'm having a hard time getting the vials in. They might come out one by one, which gives us the advantage. Mm, true. So maybe maybe I should go spelunking. Yeah. Caving, cave diving. Yeah, first let's try just advancing a little at a time. Maybe um, we leave the townsfolk behind and we advance with the caravan guards mm-hmm. so that we're going 10 feet up. So maybe let's pull up to 50 feet with the townsfolk and everybody, and then take the caravan guards in 10-foot increments with you firing fire vials each time. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe we're going about this wrong. There's another way to pull the enemies. Aslo has a really powerful ability called Summon Enemies. <laughs> Do I? It also goes by the name of Thunder Wave. It is very loud, that's true. Um, and, but the distance of the noise... Yeah, yeah, it's like 300 feet, I think. Yeah, if you shot that into the mouth of the cave, that's us spending... Like, in other words, I could spend one or two spell slots to be fast, and I could run in there, like, by myself, or maybe you guys back me up, and then we all run into the tiny little cave. Somehow it's tiny-ish, <laughs> narrow. And then we run out. I, I think I think we could just call them with your, your summon monster spell. It's pretty good. I think we keep using this approach for now and then see if it works. And if not, then we go to that. Well, we don't want, we don't want to lose the morale of the townsfolk. If it looks We're like... We're not losing anybody's morale. We're approaching no. cautiously and, and you're scouting ahead by firing your fire vials as we move closer so that we can get more of an idea of what the cave looks like before we go rushing in or before you go rushing in. Uh, okay. I don't think the fire vials alerting them. We would have heard their footsteps by now. Like, what do you sense? Are they moving? Can you sense that? Uh, I can concentrate and see if I can sense anything. Okay, well, okay, I'll keep firing off fire vials while you do that, Shaba, and let me know if they're moving. Okay. You can sense there are really just a few of them, and they're inside the cave. It doesn't seem like they're moving significantly. Mm -hmm. They're not right at the mouth of the cave either. They're somewhere back in there. Yeah. Yeah, Tokus, I don't think that it's that they don't know we're here. I think they do know we're here. I think it's just that they're not going to rush out into a line of fire-wielding individuals. Right. Well, why don't we just, like... I wish we just had, like, a barrel of oil and just, like, poured it down the slope of the the tunnel (laughs) and just, like, lit it and just, like... Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. We should have brought a barrel of oil. (laughs) Could we just, like, roll the Molotovs? They wouldn't explode then. Yeah. Mm. We just need like a like a thermal detonator or something we could set to like the right number of seconds and just like roll it down the cave. Oh, why didn't you say so, Tokus? I've got one in my pocket. Yeah. To a thermal detonator. Yeah, like a yeah, exactly. That'd be the perfect obvious solution. Alright, so let's continue our approach. Okay. Let's get up to the mouth of the cave, assuming that nobody comes out and nothing happens, and while I'm concentrating and you are yeah. firing. It's really convenient that I have a spammable ranged fire attack. I mean, it's true. Yep. let's leverage that part of our party. I'll keep firing vials every few steps. I'll fire another one. So let's get the lay of the land. Yeah. All right. So, as I said before, it's about a 15-foot diameter. It looks like it goes in relatively even for only about the first 5 to 10 feet, and then it starts sloping kind of sharply downwards, mm. maybe a 30-degree angle or so. So it's like the entrance to a parking garage, <laughs> like that long slope. Oh, yeah, 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 because the 15 feet's the usual clearance yeah. for the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we went to a conference, some friends of mine, uh, this uh, past uh, springtime, like the beginning of this spring, and um, we had like one of those carriers for our suitcases because we were just, you know, five, five guys in a minivan. And like it started scraping the top of the, because yeah, it was like exactly like, it was not 15, it was lower. It was more like 12-ish. And we started scraping and we had to like get out of the car and like, oh, is this worth it? And like we totally like scraped all the plastic off the top of this thing. It's like one of those turtle shells that goes on top of the minivan. Right. Um, and man, like we, we made it, but it was tight. Like it started to squish. Mm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, those 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 the clearances are not great for yeah for some of those for parking sure. lots. But you you would think if you're driving a minivan, I'm good. Like it's not like I'm a mm-hmm. 18 wheeler, like a Mack truck, right? Yeah, 
Nope. <laughs> we we had to pick a different parking situation after that day. So thank goodness, like, Tokus is much smaller than a minivan. Mm, that's so true. You can fit right in there. It's one thing I've always loved about you, Tokus. Thanks, Shabba. <laughs> is that a Goliath inspiration? Yep. Smaller than a minivan. So, Shabba, you're using your headlamp here. Mm-hmm. So you could actually see pretty well inside, but as far as you can tell out to the range of your light, it just slopes down for maybe 40 or 50 feet before it starts leveling out again. Okay. And it stays wide this whole way. There's some variation, but it's a pretty big cave. All right. Um, townsfolk, why don't you, uh, let's say let's say 40 feet from the mouth of the cave, and if anything comes out of that cave that's taller than me... Uh, kill it with fire. <laughs> we'll do our best. All right, good, good folk. Good, ma- I was going to say good man, but you're halflings, so uh, good people of Solchea. Good halves. You're the bravest of your kind. So, Tokus, are you still feeling all right with drawing them out, or do you think we should all go in as a force? And it, so, it, if I'm going to pull them, I should consider casting Long Strider on myself. I think that yes. I think instead of spending this doubling up or upgrading the. Yeah, I should probably just cast it on Tokus, because that's the most yep. spell-efficient. All right, and I'm going to put on my skates. You know, skating <laughs> inside of a cave is a little dangerous, guys, but <laughs> hey, now I'm uh, speed 35 instead of 25. Nice. It'll be fun on the way down, anyway. That's true, yeah. 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 <laughs> Might really enjoy this. I start, like, doing, like, the half-pipe thing. <laughs> yeah, so right. going around in circles. Just swirling around as you descend. Yeah, yeah like awesome. Tony Hawk pro skater style. Yeah, that's yeah. a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I won't do that. I'll stay I'll stay steady. And uh Tokus begins to descend into the darkness. <laughs> actually I feel totally comfortable in this darkness. I have I have dark vision. I'm I'm yep. I'm at home. I actually feel better now that I'm inside of a cave. <laughs> okay. And it's just Tokus going in? It's just Tokus. I think so. Yeah, by the way, I do ready mirror image to cast it the first time I see a troll. Mm. Oh, that's fancy, Aslo. And I will have my lantern helmet beaming down into the cave this whole time. Yeah, I do appreciate that, Chavez. You guys get visual. I mean, I can shout to them, maybe. Should I have a rope? Would that, like, make me even faster if they, like, pulled me out? No. Not really? We cannot pull you faster than you can run with Longstrider. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I'm going to descend into the deep. Uh, A nice, healthy... I'll move cautiously. So, uh... Can I move at a speed that would let me not have total awful stealth checks? You don't need to worry about stealth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna alert them, right? Yep. Yeah. You want to be as loud and as clanky as possible. How fast are trolls? Wait a minute. You, you know a lot about trolls. How fast are trolls, Java? Uh, I do not know. <laughs> you were the one that knew about them? Yeah, you made the high nature check. Uh, that's right. I know that trolls are slower than 35 feet movement. I hope. Uh, I mean, they didn't seem especially fast to you, but you didn't really see them running around or anything. I mean, I have tricks up my sleeve to further increase my speed if I need to. Yeah. So, I could actually, Tokus can move very far in one turn if I dash (laughs) and use something else. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. You can always Misty if you need it. And actually, I can move very fast. Wait a second. Move, move. Misty. Action surge, action move, surge, move. move, move. Yeah, I can, I can move really fast if I need to, guys. Yeah, you're guys, fine. I'm solid. You're good. I'm the perfect gnome for the job. You are. Mm-hmm. But I will be asking for a raise after this, Aslo. <laughs> we'll we'll okay. talk about it later. Ask away. Yep. <laughs> no, I mean before I go in and do this thing for you, I'm, I'm asking for a raise. All right. Well, we'll see if you survive first, and then we'll talk about it. Wait, no, no, I. So I, I was right, here. You go, and I push him in the back. I was talking to some guys at the, at the bar when we spent the six days in that town, the Honey Town, and they were telling me I really need to work on my negotiating skills better. <laughs> like it's one thing to like job interview. Right, well, at this at this point, I pull the brakes off of his roller skates and shove him down the <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> I ignite the, the rocket skates. <laughs> Just press the button. I demand fair compensation. <laughs> <laughs> and I go skating down the, the caves. Caves. And that was the last we heard from Tokus. And then you guys just go home. You just go back to the town. Well, well, I guess he's not coming back out. <laughs> uh, I guess I don't have to give him that raise now. Yeah. 
You could you could message me. It's a cantrip, right? Couldn't you message me, Aslo? Yeah, it's only 120 feet, though. Mm. Well, I haven't gone 120 feet yet. <laughs> now you have. You can tell me I'm beautiful. Yeah, Why now. did you bardic me before I got into this mess? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. I gave you bardic inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Yep. I'll take the bardic. Buff before the raid, dude. Got a buff before the raid. Took us. You descend rapidly into the cave, and it goes in maybe 150 feet before the next thing of note, which is that directly in front of you in your path, the cave drops straight down almost, like splits off and goes down, staying about the 15 feet in diameter. And then on the opposite side of this pit, it continues on slightly smaller, maybe 12 feet tall. And there's an area around the edge of the pit that you could walk by. Mm, Yeah, I don't want to go into the pit. The pit's <laughs> sloped, so you could climb the wall to get down there, but you wouldn't be able to just walk it. I'm going to look down the pit. Dude, and... just build up speed, man. Wait, what? <laughs> just build up speed and just ramp off and do either a 360 or a backflip <laughs> over the pit as you're going. Yeah. So the little shob on my shoulder is telling me to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if I can, without hurting myself, I will do a 360 backflip over the pit and fire a fire vial <laughs> down into the pit. There you go. Mid-arc. As you do it, yeah. Is that? Can I do that? Perfect. Obvious solution. I mean, you've got the ring of jump, so you can jump the pit, no problem. Oh, yeah, as I'm, that's true. I, sh- I buffed before the raid, guys. Yep. As I'm, yeah. ru- as I'm running down the pit, I'll go ahead. But you're and, not running, you're roller skating. I, as I roll down the pit, I'm going to remember my ring of jump <laughs> and use that on myself. Heck yeah. Then you do like a jump sideways flip shoot over your head, which is now down into the pit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll like grab one of my skates because that's like a trick. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Do a grab. Maybe some grinds. You cross your legs and then grab the back. Like a wall. I'll do a wall grind. Wink at the crowd. Yep. Perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> Too bad there's no like judges around to give me like the, know, right? the, the placard cards with the numbers. No one to even see what you're doing. There's like little <laughs> goblins in a crevice over on the side. 8.5. <laughs> <laughs> like, 10. 9.5. <laughs> the sun. Oh, thanks guys. <laughs> All right. Now fire a fire vial down into the pit. So it shoots down, goes a full 120 feet, and breaks on the wall there. And it looks like that's about the same point where the pit starts to open up into some wider cavern down mm. beneath it. So like, it's not just a straight drop. You could climb down there and have places to stop and rest along the way so you wouldn't fall the whole way if you slipped or anything. But it would be a difficult climb to get up and down. Mm. And my ring of jump doesn't necessarily make me better at climbing, does it? No, but you could maybe jump from some of the ledges. Ah, I could jump from ledge mm. to ledge, which might be better than climbing. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, at least for some of them. Uh, I will hang out at the top and see if that did anything first. You want to give me a perception check? I'm going to percept. Something tells me I should percept. All right, I got a 16 plus... Plus nothing. 16 plus nothing. Hmm. So you stop and look and listen across the street no um mm-hmm. you can hear faintly i mean there's like there's a draft a little bit of wind blowing by so you can hear that mm, troll breath i knew it <laughs> nothing really from down below but from ahead of you on this path there's some distant grumbling sounds low voices okay hang on so there's the pit and then it keeps that keeps going but there's also down below the keep it keeps going yeah so the, the cave splits off into two that's continuing the head and then dropping down Right, right. So there's... Gotcha. Gotcha. So, like, okay. they're two separate paths, like the high road and the low road? Yes. Okay. Uh, man, I really wish I hadn't shot a fire vial down the low road. I would have checked out the high road first. I didn't fully understand the layout. Yeah, you you did either. a good job explaining it. I just missed it. Yeah, I missed it, too. I, I thought it was, like, the path, like, went just down, and then yeah. over that gap was the the forward path it looks like the main path really is the pit it's the bigger one uh-huh. and then there's the slightly smaller one that is opposite the Off pit the with side. a little path going around it that you could get to see i feel like i just pulled the big dragon scary guy that they were afraid of but like they're left and right i thought they were like one over the other like that one was taking up the whole width and then the other one was past that yeah i thought i had to jump over it um okay but if i was thinking i had to jump over it then maybe i did realize it continued so Tokus is thinking to himself, man, they were talking about this scary guy. What was his name again? Like the thing that eats things with one bite. What was it? Erdrazu. Yeah, you hear Shaba's voice in your head, Erdrazu. Erdrazu, which sounds a lot like Ildrazar. It does. 
Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, so I make a little mental note of that, that they sound similar. Man, I may have pulled the wrong enemy if I'm hearing rumbling from the smaller level path instead of the deep, dark pit. I should you heard more grumbling as in low voices. Yeah, grumbling, uh, like people talk. Grumbling. Okay, so I'm going to stay here just a little bit longer and make sure that nothing comes out of the bottom pit. You don't see anything for the next 30 seconds? Okay, maybe I'm safe. All right, I'm going to make my way a little bit towards the side path then, where I heard the grumble. It goes another 100 feet or so, and then you can see ahead that it opens up into a small cave cavern thing. All right, uh, I'm not going to go that far. You can hear the voices more loudly and clearly at this point. All right, perfect. So I will wait until it's... Uh, it's so weird to think about movement outside of initiative. Okay, so I want to catch my breath because I may need to run after. Actually, you know what? Here's my thought. I'm going to shoot this vial and I'm going to start booking it. I'm not going to wait to see if it pulls them. Like if, if I can see that the vial is going to make it clean into that opening, I'm going to do it and start to run. Okay. So I shoot, turn, and run 35 the other way back to the entrance. Like, the, the tank does not want to be away from his healer, okay? I know how this works. I've played World <laughs> of Warcraft. Like, like the fact that I'm our tank and I don't have 13 healers with me right now makes me very scared of pulling the raid boss without you guys, okay? Let me just put that out there. I know D&D is different, but tanks have to stick with the healer. You fire off your fire vial, and it draws a nice, clean arc as it goes into the room ahead of you. I, I don't even know if it does. I've turned around, and I'm already running. <laughs> you turn and run. You hear it shatter, followed by a brief pause in the voices, and then one of them starts shouting, and you hear footsteps following behind you. 